Santiago Gert, it's a pretty amazing ride, both yesterday and today. You must be over the moon with the first two of the three motors at least anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about the weekend. Uh, yesterday was really nice to win the qualifying heat, but it's yeah, it's not the same as like the, the real moto. Mm -hmm. So the first moto, I took the whole shot, but then uh, slid out in the first corner and Tomaki passed me, but I could follow him like the whole moto and I've had a good pace. I was catching him sometimes and but I had some problems with the lapis, yeah. so uh, <laughs> I lost a few seconds and then I came back again, but in the end I finished second, so I was really happy with, with that moment. Did it surprise you that when you did lose time to the back markers, you were able to catch them up again? Yeah, I was like, I felt really good on the bike and, and really confident, so uh, after a few laps I felt like that I had the speed to, to, to compete with him, so that was really fun. And you rode at the Star facility for about a week or so, but you've made a lot of progress in that week. It seemed to fit the 450 really well. Yeah, we did a lot of, of training there in, uh, at Star Racing with the 450, so it was a really fun week for me. Uh, different track, um, like really like yeah, different environment, so it was really fun. And uh, we made some changes on the bike and. Yeah, the 450 just uh, suits me really, really well. Did you expect to be this fast so quickly after a week, <laughs> week on the bike? <laughs> Not really, but um, yeah, after the practice yesterday, I felt that I had good speed and was and was feeling good on the bike. So the qualifying heat win was a little bit of a surprise. So, but I, yeah, after that, I felt for sure confident for the motors. And just on your MX2 season, obviously it ended in heartbreak and probably the worst way any rider could lose the championship with Tom making the mistake and you, you crashing. How long did it take you to get over that? Because I wasn't sure if that would affect you this weekend, just being so disappointed about it all. It was impressive to recover and be so fast. Yeah, it, it took me only a few days because I had a, like the goal for the Nations with Team Belgium. So after a few days, I went on the 450 and uh, that helped me to get back in, in the... In the like positive way and just do my training so that was nice to end the season like this and your season overall except you didn't win it but you were you were so close you're you had a lot of race wins you had an amazing amount of speed felt like you were a level ahead of even last year did you do much different coming into the season to be so strong yeah i'm, I'm really happy about the season um i changed a few things during the winter um changed my training program a little bit and but I just felt also stronger on the bike and, and better so I don't know how how that happened um, it was already during the last two races and 2021 that I felt just just better on the bike than before and yeah the season overall was really good a lot of podiums just missed the title but uh, that was a heartbreak but still just really happy about the season next year obviously go to the be world Championship your last year in MX2 I think and then 450 so a lot to look forward to yeah to like next year is uh, the goal is to, to get finally that title in the MX2 class and then after that just move on to the 450s and uh, it's like we we said the bike suits me well so I think it will be be fun in the future Brilliant, well done, thank you. Thank you. Too, Mike, you've, you've completed the set, MA yeah. Supercross, MA Motocross, and finally the yeah, Motocross finally. of Nations. This must have been a dream year for you. Oh, crazy, crazy, crazy awesome year. Um, 
starting with Supercross Motocross down to Nations and uh, to finally win this event is so cool. So it's a totally different feel than anything else we do because we're working as a team and you're you know you're, you're helping guys out that you normally want to beat all the time. So um, to win that is a whole different feeling. The fans are always on another level here. I mean, it's literally a sea of people when you're up there on the podium. So um, there's nothing quite like donations. And you had two very different races today. The first one you were leading, but you yeah. pressure from Iago Gertz's debut on the 450. Were you expecting to be pressured that much, especially by him on, a, on his well, debut? <coughs> I found out he was fast yeah. <laughs> yesterday, right? Yeah. When he was winning the qualifier. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he won that, and then yeah, he was he was pressuring me that whole moto. Yeah. Um, you didn't make really, any mistakes. Obviously, yeah, I, I didn't make any mistakes, but being cleaner really really helped me for that moto. And uh, yeah, man, that was I was just trying to trying to lay down, you know, hammer down. And then second moto, you had a, a bad start, probably America's only bad start all, all weekend. Yeah. You got into sixth, it looked like you were making a charge at Dylan, and then did you just settle in because you knew Chase was third and everything was relatively secure? I did a little bit of both. I, I settled and I was looking at the gaps and, and I was really reading my pit board. So I'm like, yeah, there's at this point, it's not really a whole lot of reason to take too much risk, you know. Um, I knew they would signal me if I really needed to go really crazy. And on this whole season, I don't think I've ever seen you as happy, even when you were winning before, you're so relaxed. Yeah. Is that the bag? Is it the team? Is it the fact you're seeing your career's coming to an end, you just want to enjoy it and go out on top? Or it's all, all that. All that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all that involves. I know uh, my time is coming to an end, and I've had like the dream season. My, my team, my motorcycle is awesome, so everything is, is one. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been great this year. So a couple of questions. Jeffrey Hurlings, there's talk you're going to do a one-on-one -on -one with him next year. How true is that and how realistic is that? It's probably not realistic, <laughs> but you never know what could come about it, so it'd be pretty fun. And another question, I think I know the answer, but I think a lot of people would love to see you and maybe you could tell Chase to come over as well, race MXGP 2024 against Jeffrey, against uh, Tim Geyser, probably Yago Gertz. Get a few American GPs on the calendar. Any chance of this happening, Eli? <laughs> For me, no, unfortunately. The other guys, you never know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, thankfully we have this race. You know, everyone looks yeah. forward to it. There's always the question on who's better. Cool. So um, it's, it's, it's very cool to have this event. And there seems to be a lot more mutual respect the last sort of decade or so between the American guys, the GP guys, that yep. everyone recognizes everyone's really fast. Everyone's fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you think of that, right? Um, how level the, the playing field is around the world. Mm -hmm. So it's cool. And I, I feel like the sport is elevating, but both sides are elevating. So pretty cool to see. And did you miss getting the chance to race Jeffrey out there today? Do you have any message for him? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> of course you want everyone, the best guys on the line possible. So, um, man, yeah. Yeah, like, like I said, you, you, just, you miss the best guys out there. And finally, World Supercross, you're doing that, and I think Paris as well. So you're, yep. you're coming to Wales. Yep. Um, and Cardiff, are you excited for that? Something sort of different that you haven't really done on a new series and a lot yeah. of newness for, for what it'll be? Uh, Cardiff is going to be a totally new thing, or a totally new thing, um, the new series. And uh, I, haven't, I haven't been to. Um, UK? The UK yeah. at all. So okay. I'm excited to see it. And you have the same language, it'll be a and, bit and, easier than going yeah, to France or something. Same language, <laughs> uh, and, and I'm sure it's cool to bring Supercross there and uh, see, see different fans, international fans. That's brilliant. Thank you very much for well done, Elon.
Yes, sir. Interview for Git Drop. Git Drop. Congrats again. Thank you. It's been, I think, 11 years since USA won. And does this make it feel extra special this weekend, especially obviously what happened at Redbud four years ago? Yeah, of course it, uh, it makes it that much better, you know, when you wait that long for, for something and you finally get it, it's, it's going to feel good. And um, yeah, with the COVID and all that, and there was um, uh, a few years back when we were in Italy, we should have won, but we had a rider jump on uh, Jason Anderson uh, after the finish line. And, and then Cooper had a, a tip over on the last lap, otherwise we still would have won. So that was a big disappointment, but now to get it back and to get it in the US is special, you know. Do you think the riders felt more pressure because of what happened in 2018 and the expectation to win this year because Chase and Eli were so strong outdoors? Yeah, the, the pressure only builds with time more and more and more. And um, there was a lot of pressure also on, uh, on uh, Justin. Um, a lot of people thought that he was not the best choice and that we should have brought a, a rider from the 450 down. And, uh, but I, I saw how tough he was when we were in, uh, in uh, Holland and uh, when he broke a bone in his, his hand he, he still tried and he, he's a tough kid and so I'm really happy that the way it worked out. Were you surprised at his level today? It looked like he rode better than he did all year outdoors. He really stepped it up to I, me. I, I felt that uh, it was possible for him to do this. Um, just on Liam Everts, you've seen all the generations of Everts, now you're seeing the third generation, yeah. you raced Harry. Is it nice to see that and do you ever expect to see the third generation race yeah, at elite it, level? It, uh, it was surprising uh, maybe, but at the same time I knew how much uh, is, uh, uh, Harry and, and, and Stefan, they, they, they're so racing minded. Uh, I was. I was surprised that how good he turned out already, and but that I, I did not. I was not surprised that he chose to to race motorcycles. Yeah. Um, I was speaking to Harry at the start of the weekend. I asked him, "You've seen the same. You've seen almost the start of motocross until now. Who are the the riders that have impressed you the most? Sort of the elite. You've worked with some of them and seen the likes of Stefan and GP riders. Who really stands out for you from your era, Joel Robert, right through to now?" What are the for me for you the like the, the very best riders that you've seen over the, the entire sport? Yeah, you know uh, there's there's a difference uh, between the the guys that uh, have the, the most talent and the most uh, uh, the best the best style and all that, and, and then then there's the ones that uh, end up winning the championships, you know and. It's not always necessarily the same, yeah. the same uh, rider, and um, but I, I am uh, just talking to him and like on on the current uh, young guys. Uh, I'm very impressed with uh, Vial with his uh, mental approach to racing. Of course, we are very we are all impressed with uh, Jet. You yeah. know, good he, he is doing and and uh, how adaptive uh, he is to different conditions and small bike and big bike and all that and um, there is 
um, yeah, I think those are the, the the main guys over over the sea over these past seasons. And just on and 2018, there was a lot about Europe. The style was different, smooth in the corners. The Americans were more aggressive. The likes of Chase Saxon almost rides more like a GP rider on the pegs, very technical. Is there a change coming in the how Americans ride the next generation, or do you feel it's still going to be smoother Europeans and more aggressive Americans? They the they, uh, they have to um, uh, take the qualities from the European riders, you know, but it's it's difficult for. A U.S. rider to develop uh, the best style for outdoors because supercross is so important and, and prevalent yeah. in the U.S. and uh, in, in supercross it's it's a little bit thank you get up very good season overall for you, but this must just top it off for all the hard work and everything you endured last year to end up on the podium with two friends, four Team, yeah. team Australia, one of the biggest ever motocross nations. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, it's been a challenging year, that's for sure. But from where I started the year, barely kind of making it around the track to <laughs> to fighting for podiums and wins and you know qualifying race wins is is pretty cool and. To top it off with a podium, um, that was kind of one of my main go goals for this year and didn't quite achieve it, so i got to thank the boys for pulling through this weekend and getting to spray that sweet champagne. Um, it's been a long time coming, but really excited to be healthy and going into the off-season and uh, having a good off-season and, and looking forward to a strong, solid next year. On the first motor you were good, strong ride. That second motor you must have been really frustrated because you had a decent start in yeah. the drop in that awkward corner. Yeah, I uh, yeah, first motor was really good. My starts this weekend were, were solid and then yeah, pulled another good start in the second motor. I think I was like fourth or fifth. And then yeah, just uh, lines came together with Prado and unfortunately just yeah, tucked the front. And then I was trying to make my way through the pack again and um, I yeah kind of lost the rear on the up ramp of a jump and almost got landed on by Yago um, so and then had a big one and then my bars were completely bent after that so I was keeping an eye on the TV and I thought okay I just got to keep circling just in case jets bike let's go or something you know you never know didn't, I didn't want to pull in but I knew that no matter how hard I tried like I just couldn't get used to how bent the bars were um, but yeah for sure really disappointed like you said I was up there in the first couple of turns and yeah threw it away but like I said happy to walk away healthy. Your style is very relaxed it look, to me it looks like you're just sitting in an armchair just cruising around the track but obviously you're going really really quick especially the last few Grand Prix you're on yeah. that top five top three form. Have you always just ridden like that or just your natural and you are relaxing the bikes up because it looks like you've always a, quite a margin fair. I remember Gordon Crocker telling me that when they signed you to Livia's team that yeah. you ride with a good margin of error and you've still got the elite speed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I that's how I've always ridden my whole life. Um, I've had that comment a lot this weekend. Um, I don't know why, but I, I feel like whenever I'm riding my best, it looks like I'm going really slow. That's always how it's been in my career. I'll be like P1 in qualifying, and everybody will be like, dude, you look so slow. So it's, yeah, it's really good. Um, I feel like I gotta be really efficient on the bike, otherwise, I wouldn't be able to last the 
race. Um, and yeah, I, I don't like the feeling when the bike steps out on me or whatnot. You know, I want to be in control and I don't want to end up on the ground. You had a few big crashes at the end of this year. Yeah. Even in Turkey, it was like, oh, yeah. is he okay? But is it nice to survive those crashes? And obviously you had the big one with the rest and that was a disaster for you yeah. last season. Is it almost good mentally to have a, a big crash and then just be able to get up again? Yeah, no, for sure not. Uh, I mean, <laughs> when I when I crashed in Turkey, when I, as soon as I like was coming off the bike, my thought was, oh fuck, not again. You know, it's just like I'm so over the crashes. Um, we know what is causing them, and um, so we can fix that issue. Um, and yeah, we'll be solid for next year. Uh, but yeah, just some things don't go the way you want in life. Like my wrist injury, I didn't even crash. Okay, I, I crashed because it broke, okay, yeah. but I just over jumped the jump and it broke on the landings and then my hand come off and then I had to bail off the bike. Um, so yeah, that's what I mean. It's just little things like that that just you know never go as you planned. But for sure, <laughs> I focused a lot on doing gym and, and uh, strengthening my body this year, nutrition and everything. And, um, that certainly helps when you're bouncing along the ground. <laughs> and did you expect to come back to this level? Because your wrist was so bad, apparently that you didn't know whether you could race again. To come back at elite level in MXGP is pretty impressive to me. And obviously, I think we're changing teams next year, but you're, you're progressing again in your career. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, for sure there were some days where I thought I'm never going to be able to ride at that level again. But it was funny, like, the, I never, before my wrist injury, I never struggled with an injury before. Okay. It was always like, I was back on the bike way earlier than the doctor right. said, and I never had pain, and yeah. it never, like, hindered me. And this is the first one that took forever. And it wasn't the break itself, it was the first surgery that I had in my arm that screwed things up. Um, so, but yeah, you know, things happen in life, and I'm at the end of the day, I'm very grateful for the journey that it took me on, and it made me a better person and a better rider. And uh, yeah, for sure, at the beginning of the year, I was like, man, I don't know if I'm going to get back to that level. But I stayed patient, and the people around me believed in me and kept supporting me. And and it was a long season, and I was certainly doing more than I needed to during the season to try and play catch up. But for sure. When I look back on it now, I'm certainly grateful for everything that I did and all the hard days that I went through because it's so much sweeter now to, to come back from something like that. Well, I believe you're changing teams. You've had a good relationship, I think, with Honda and obviously the world champ to, to learn from. But are you excited to do something different next year and different motivation and all that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm very grateful for Honda and HRC for sticking by me over the, the last three years. Um, I certainly didn't make... I think I was missed more races than I was at, so yeah, for sure I'm really grateful for them to stick by me through thick and thin, and, and they always have my back no matter what. Um, and yeah, Tim, he's, he's been the best teammate that I could ever ask for, my first time ever on like a world stage factory team. And to have a guy like that is like, yeah, very, very, very grateful for him. He, he always had a, had my back and um, one of the nicest guys in the pit. So, um, yeah, for sure I'm going to miss him next year. And to be a champion and be that nice is probably not what people expect for a guy at that level. Absolutely. Where, if you know like his, his story of where he's come from and whatnot, um, yeah, it's just incredible the human that he is and 
and the fame that he has and he he just acts like he's just any other person. Thank you, Mitch. Good no, to see you this year. Hunter, first of all, you're back in a motocross the nations two-day event, similar to your MXGP days. Did you enjoy being back at this kind of event again? Because I know an AMA national goes very fast, literally four or five laps, and then yeah, yeah. boom, boom. Did you enjoy yeah, the two-day format? Yeah, absolutely, mate. I had, I had so much fun. It was awesome. I enjoy it. Uh, it's cool to get to catch up with some old friends and stuff. It was really cool. I enjoyed it. And just on the track, completely different track from day one to day two. Day one, I think, was very technical at all, but day no. two, a lot of rain came. A bit yeah. more technical. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the track wasn't too technical uh, Saturday. I thought it was cool this morning. I had fun this morning in uh, in free practice. I really had fun. It was cool. So uh, I, I said if I liked how this track formed up today better than at the Nationals. And did you change anything with the bike overnight or when you seen the heavy rain or not nah, much? No, mate, not really. We just literally did two clicks on the forks. That was it. So. <laughs> Fair enough. And first moto, you rode really well. You won the MXU pass. Must be happy with that. Second moto, just a bit of a shame. A couple of crashes, I think. But I think you can be happy with your pace. You probably had the yeah. pace to run with Justin, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Abs no, absolutely. No doubt. I mean, I gapped him out like quite a bit in the first one. Second one was coming through and just kind of sending it, trying not to lose, uh, you know, those top three 450 guys on the beginning and just went down and stuff so here's what it is had a few more crashes we don't have to talk about them but uh no my speed was good i mean we did what we needed to do uh we're looking forward to next year because it's uh we're getting closer and closer and just on australia obviously an overall podium are you happy with that or is this better be a little bit frustrated i feel like um, you had the, the speed of America, but their starts and first couple of laps, they executed better than France and Australia. I think he, all three teams really had the speed to win, I think. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, you know, you take out those crashes in my one, even still, let's say I ended up in top five. Um, still, we were down a few points, I think, but... Yeah, we're looking forward to it next year. We have we've got Mitch, you know, and Jet both were strong on the 450s. Bit of a bummer. Mitch, you know, had some unfortunate crashes and got together with Gertz in the second moto. But um, you know, even still, you take that one out when he was up front, we were still sitting second. You know, so we only dropped one position, which we're happy. It's a building year. You know, we're we're looking really good for the next, geez, five to seven years. You know, we've got. Jed Beaton also over there who's going to come you know he's he's working hard and come into his own soon and um, no it's good there's some bright years for Australia absolutely and you've obviously got used to racing in America now was it nice to race against other competition this weekend and some of the GP guys and obviously Jeremy Sear your good pal yeah it was good seeing Jezza and uh, I liked how the track formed up it was typical Euro style track and I liked that it was fun and just going whenever you left GPs to go to America when you look back now, what do you think the toughest thing was? And do you miss anything in Europe? Yeah, absolutely. I was just saying how much I miss the kebabs in Europe. The kebabs are so good and the food's pretty good. Um, but no, it's like, I don't know. It's not like I'll never go back, you know. At the end of my career, I'd love to do something over there. And uh, I'm enjoying it here, you know, that where my family is and stuff, the position we're in, we can't complain. The life we have here now is is uh, more than we ever dreamed of, so we're, we're doing well. A part of me is quite surprised that you said you'd like to come back in the future because obviously Belgium, it's not a great place to live. It's tough where you've got the American lifestyle and I know it was yeah. your dream, but I would like to see you come back and MXGP in the future, like obviously yeah, after sure. you get a few more years on the Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, like let's say it's towards the end of my career, I've got some championships and titles and dude, you know, I'd love to come back and do a year of the GPs if I'm, I'm getting tired of the 
you know, the hectic schedule here. Who knows? I enjoy it. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't live in Belgium or maybe I would, but I think the fact that, you know, we've done it before, we just know it a little better, I think it'd be cool. I like the schedule, the traveling and stuff. It's just cruisy. It's really, I think, enjoyable. When you're not under financial pressure um, and you're just kind of doing things on your own, like got your own deal going on, I think it, it, it's very enjoyable. And just on Jet, he's obviously raced the 450 this weekend. Have you got? Have you been riding the 450 much at the practice track? I feel like that's no. a bike you'll actually suit in the future. Yeah, I think I'm more of a 450 guy than I am a 250 guy. So um, there's some goals I've set for myself that I want to achieve before moving up. And um, I wasn't riding the 450 because I, I just like it too much that I, you know, wouldn't want to go back. So I just knuckled down on the 250, and uh, I'll ride a little bit after here now. And uh, but yeah, I definitely can't wait. And have you got much of an off-season plan? I mean, obviously, it's not that long to Supercross, really. Yeah, Will you just not, have a few yeah. weeks off and then back yeah. to the grind? Yeah, maybe one week off and then just get back into it. And then, you know, we'll go to do the Paris Bercy Supercross. Oh, yeah. Definitely coming, though. Yeah, yeah, definitely do that, mate. We're looking forward to that. Me and Jed are both stoked. And then maybe, you know, maybe take a week off after that. Go see Cynthia and uh, her parents and stuff and Jezza again. And um, No, it'll be cool. Uh, Gia Sexton, 11 years America having won this trophy, finally you've got it back in your hands and did it in front of your home crowd and um, on a home track, must feel pretty amazing, just what are the emotions like standing on the top step of that podium? Yeah, it feels good, um, it being my first year on the team, a lot of pressure at being at home and we were expected to win, so uh, it was uh, not a lot of sleep last night, but um, I'm glad we could get it done and in the wet conditions, anything can happen. So, uh, soaked on today, soaked on our team, and um, looking forward to uh, years to come and we can keep USA on top. And how did you find the track from day one to day two? I thought day one was not very technical, not bumpy at all. A lot of rain came, made it more technical. Did you enjoy both days, or did you make many changes to the bike overnight? Yeah, honestly, yesterday the track was more normal to what we're used to, but it was a lot drier than it is in the summer. So. Um, it was choppy and fast, and I honestly was struggling a little bit yesterday, and then going into today, the wet conditions didn't make it any better, and first moto didn't ride very good. Second moto was a lot more like myself and uh, made a few bike changes that helped me with that and uh, was able to just feel a little bit more comfortable, so that was uh, that was good. Um, obviously, the AMA Nationals, it's a one-day format. It's all very quick. You get like four laps yeah. and then a moto, and you barely have any time. Yeah. What was your thoughts on the two-day format and getting quite a 40 minutes free practice, qualifying race, and then warm-up, and then it's a lot of riding. Did you enjoy the two days, or would you rather just the speed of the AMA? I, I actually like the two days. I, I think uh, it gives you a little bit of time to break down the track and we're so used to in America that it's just a one day thing and it's you're there and you're in and out really fast so it was cool to kind of enjoy the weekend and um, obviously it being here at Redbud I stayed at the track this weekend which was cool and um, yeah I was happy to get out on top but I did like the two day format I, I think it's cool and it's something different than I haven't got to do before. And obviously a lot of these guys from MXC you were racing for the first time was it nice racing against new competition Maxime was very quick today in that last one as well? Yeah yeah no it was good I think uh, Renault was riding really good the third moto I thought I honestly thought that I had a little bit more speed um, especially midway through the moto I thought that I had good lines and it's just hard with the track and the lines I didn't want to do anything dumb like yesterday and throw it away so a little bit of caution, but obviously he rode really well. Can't take anything away from him, and um, hopefully get another chance next year at, uh, in France. I quite like watching you ride, actually, because I forget you're American. You actually ride more like an MXGP rider. Is that something you've looked to, or who did you look to to, to pick up that style? I think I try and take a little bit from everybody, but I, I think that's a good thing that I ride a little bit more like those guys because 
it's only going to help me um, in the future. And I really do actually hope in the future I would love to come over and race MXGP. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a possibility, but this weekend seeing the the professional how I, how everything's ran, it's it's really cool. And I think uh, I wish there was a little bit more. Um, uh, I guess connection between Supercross and MXGP and even outdoors that we could all come together and race together. But um, maybe towards the end of the career, I can come over and race yeah, a few races. I was actually going to ask you about uh, would you have any interest in racing MXGP? So that's, that's good to know you're interested. Uh, traveling the world and going to different countries and picking up different colors, is that something you'd enjoy as well? As obviously, as well, against racing the best motocross riders in the world. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's cool being able to go to different, different, obviously different countries. We obviously race only in the States. So. Um, I would I would really enjoy that. I think to go and it's you see a lot more people. There's a lot more fans, and um, not that the USA fans aren't aren't good, but you see so many different cultures. And I think that's one thing that I would like to hopefully explore um, maybe later in my career. I want to win a Supercross championship and obviously an outdoor championship before that. So that's my main priority right now. But like I said, I would I'd like to get over there and race. You mentioned there about a connection between MXGP and MA in 2024. There's actually going to be a race. AMA v MXGP, top 20 in each class. Don't know if you knew that or not, but that, that's going to be a pretty cool event. And is I that did, something you'd like to race? I did not know that, yeah. but I'm, I'm, I'm all in. I think that, uh, I thought it was cool. I think the last moto with MXGP and MX3 was, uh, it was cool to race the big dogs and um, I enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that race and I didn't, I didn't know anything about it until now. So I'm, I'm excited. And obviously looking ahead to next year and, and when it comes to outdoors, you're going to be one of the favorites with Eli on an SX only, but is it a good thing seeing how quick Jet was? This Because you know you're probably not going to get it your own way. So is that good for the motivation? Yeah, I mean, I knew Jet was going to be good on the 450, especially in these conditions. I think it, it definitely played in. Yesterday with it being drier, I thought we had a little bit of an advantage. So today being wet, I knew he was going to be good. Um, second moto, or our second moto, I thought, I still thought I had better speed, just uh, like I said, trying to not play conservative, but be smart and not be an idiot. It was, was the main priority, and to win as a team was the goal. So next year when we're racing for uh, selfishly for ourselves, I think it's going to be fun. And he's uh, young and fast, and I'm looking forward to that challenge. And France Motocross Nations next year, if you get selected, will you definitely make the trip over? But we love to see the top Americans coming. Bit frustrating when sometimes they don't come. So yeah. you're going to come? Uh, if I get picked, I'm all in. That's that's uh, hands down. This race is uh, really cool. And I think for me, it's only going to help me um, grow as a rider. And um, I'm, not, I'm all in. Yeah, and obviously Jeffrey Hurlings wasn't here injured. And Tim Geiser, he can't conquer Slovenia. So are those two riders you'd be looking forward to the racing against? Definitely. I think um, I want I want to race Jeffrey. I want to race Tim. Obviously, they're uh, very... Uh, Experienced riders, um, Jeffrey is obviously one of a kind, and I think uh, being on clay, I'd, I'd rather race them, take them on a clay track for sure, because that's more of my strong suit. Even Redbud has never, I grew up around here, but it's never my strongest track, so um, I'm looking forward to next year being on a clay track and racing those guys. I think uh, I think we have what it takes, and uh, like I said, I'm just excited to race them too. Speaking, uh, Maxim, USA are going to get all the headlines, but you, in some ways, you were the star of the show, winning the the toughest class, the MXGP class, on your first motocross nations in the 450. Must feel pretty awesome. You done your job. Yeah, it was amazing, you know, to win that uh, that class. When I see all the names in that class, was something special, you know, and uh, winning that uh, that big boys last race, you know, it's something special. So, so yeah, it's uh, it's great, you know. Uh, I'm uh, very very happy. 
a little bit disappointed for the team, you know, because we, I believe we, we gave what we had, everything we had, and uh, would I, I wish we could have uh, win that, that event, you know, with the team, but uh, but it's like that, we're back on the podium, you know, and uh, definitely looking forward to, to Erne uh, next year, and I uh, hope team friends can get it there. And just on day one, I would say you probably had a bit of an off day. I don't think you rode like uh, the, the former MX2 world champion and the way you've been riding to GPs this year, but you, you stepped it up when it mattered in day two. Did you change anything overnight with the bike or was it just mentality? Yeah, sure. I changed quite a lot on the bike, you know, because uh, yesterday I, I kept my European settings, you know, and uh, we made a quite major change. And, uh, and yeah, it worked out really well. You know, I felt straight away from the morning much better on the bike. And I could feel it, you know, on the on the race. I, I could go down way faster on the downies and stuff. So I, I just showed my my real level, you know, on the, when it counted. So it's uh, it's just great, you know. I'm very very happy. Um, what was your thoughts on the track from day one to day two? Day one was pretty wide open, not very technical, not very bumpy. But day two, the rain made it a bit more of a better track, I would say. Yeah, it was very technical day two, day one also, but uh, but yeah, day one I just struggled, you know, with my settings, so I can't say a lot, you know, I was just struggling everywhere, so just happy of uh, the reaction of the team and how we managed to just step up, step up our game, and uh, what a step up, you know, like from seven to my class in, uh, on the Saturday to winning the class in the Sunday, it's uh, it's just amazing. So thanks to them. And just on the French team, in some ways this could be your B or C team. Does that just show how deep the, the amount of French talents you guys have at the minute? And you, you must be very proud of how many French talents are coming from your country. Yeah, sure. I believe French France is one of the best uh, best country uh, in Europe for for motocross and uh, and also for, from the world. You know, we we proved that on the la on the past uh, ten years. So so yeah. It's, uh, I believe the federation puts a lot in it, and, uh, and also we have a great, great talents you know, in France. So, so that's just great, you know. Like we, we have a big, big choice, a lot of choices for the nations because we, we have a strong country. And I think the main difference today was I think you had the speed to win, but uh, starts and staying out of trouble the first two laps. I think that's what made USA win. Would you agree that you had the, the, the speed to actually win today? Yeah, I believe uh, start and uh, and uh, yeah, make some good pass on the first laps. You know, like in, in first moto, I was still struggling a tiny bit. You know, with the with the feeling on the track, so I couldn't fight for the win straight away. But second moto, you know, I just went for it and uh, and I just felt great. So so yeah, I believe we missed. Uh, hmm. It's difficult to say, you know. I ju I would just say that uh, they had a very strong 250. You know, Cooper made some great starts and uh, and that's what fuck it up you know a little bit so so it's like that it's uh, I'm just proud of the team we had a great uh, great teamwork and it, it was still amazing to work with them so yeah great experience for me yeah, and last question we've seen the speed of Yago Gertz today the speed of yourself a little bit frustrated that Tom Vial didn't, uh, didn't want to race I think if he was here you would be you could have won it I think if he was here yeah we don't know we don't know you know we can't uh, we can say that I believe Marvin did a great job also <coughs> it was not easy you know for 250 here but yeah, definitely uh, Tom is a good rider, so we don't know. It would have been great if he would have been here, but um, at the same time Marvin did, a, did the job, so no, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> no regrets.